So welcome, welcome, Madhuni Javandi. Welcome to Books for You podcast. Uh, like you've been on the show for like you are the most consistent guest as your book uh, goes on to be bestseller every time it releases. So now today we are going to talk about the Corporate Napoleon, which is the bestseller, and people are loving it uh, all around. People from business or outside the business world, entrepreneurs, hustlers, uh, like. They're loving your book. Yeah. Hi, Ajay. Uh, thanks a lot for having me in. So uh, now talking about your book, what made you go back to the Napoleon? And what made you go and discover some facts and then uh, come back and write a book on that? What was that thing? Um, yeah, the question is uh, a very good one. Yeah. Uh, well, having so many I mean, historians, why Napoleon Bonaparte? Uh, this is a project which I have been thinking about for a long, long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really had the opportunity to embark on the kind of historical research uh, that such a project would demand. Okay. But Napoleon as a character has always been interesting to me, especially his drive uh, to establish himself as uh, the greatest rulers of history. Mm-hmm. Um, ambition is a crucial aspect of success in life, uh, especially corporate life. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Napoleon epitomizes these values. So I see talent all around me restrained mainly by the lack of ambition. So this, I believe, is a sort of inferiority complex okay. disguised as a superiority complex, uh, okay. where we accept a very straightforward career path. Okay. Um, laid out in front of us because we have managed to convince ourselves uh, that what we already have is the best. Mm-hmm. So I I really hope to change this aspect. So that's the reason why back to Napoleon. Okay, so uh, you want to change the aspect of that. Okay, so uh, when you talk about the changing the aspect what kind of drawbacks do you see in corporate world when we talk about the leadership uh, well i only can use one word which is technocracy okay. uh, by this i do not intend to be a techno skeptic but okay. technological advancement is crucial okay it isn't the only thing that makes our lives better but very often we find the focus on uh, disruptive technology which okay. may be very good, mm-hmm. but almost never seem to ask what does this disruption entail. So uh, disruption of, often uh, it entails a subtle eraser of the people affected the most by the possibility of disruption. Okay. So uh, we generally tend uh, to dismiss these people as simply resistant, I mean, to the change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reality is they will experience change in a fundamentally harmful manner. So this blind faith on the technocratic leadership, which helped Napoleon transform France, also ensured that his rule would not be accepted in large parts of Europe. Okay. Uh, Ma'am, just just a simple uh, clearance on the term you used. For the listeners who are like listening for the first time or for them who don't know the actual meaning, uh, technocracy, the word you use, like, can you explain what that term is? I know, but 
maybe uh, like there are some people who want to know and in this yeah, interview, it is, I want to uh, yeah technocracy is just a group of people with technical expertise okay 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 so yeah thank you in thank this you context yeah, yeah thank in you in this context okay okay yeah so as there are many points of napoleon that people should note and apply which is the one you like the most uh well i think uh, the need for uh, reflexivity is the one which i like the most um to be th- to be able to think about our own ideas through a critical lens is what reflexivity is um i'm not talking about making a list of pros and cons but i'm asking readers to rethink why they believe certain things to be good and other things to be bad so um um in the book we have emphasized on the fact that napoleon was a symptom of his age mm-hmm. as much as he was an ambitious man so yeah. he was able to traverse the social hierarchy much swiftly because of the french revolution so okay uh, napoleon at his best seemed to apply a reflexive understanding of the changes that were taking place around him so while an ambitious man napoleon clearly understood the need to adapt to that particular challenges he faced in the okay. same way we also should introspect and understand what our challenges are and then mm. how do we face them why do you think in 2021 people should look back to napoleon don't they have that new emerging entrepreneurs and leaders to follow like every new leader is coming up with the digital expertise and all that we have many entrepreneurs and leaders and the stories are bombarded and they are really motivating now why do you think that people should go back and look at napoleon and what he did and follow some of the steps that they took in yeah <clears throat> uh, again a very good question um as long as the historic figure is studied within a historic setting i don't mm-hmm. believe it should be a problem mm-hmm. so uh, people are somewhat aware of how contemporary entrepreneurs and industry leaders emerged okay uh, very often their understanding of uh, such leadership is colored by their experiences Uh, which may uh, generally lead to a loss of objectivity in the study so looking back uh, towards napoleon provides a stronger basis for objectivity okay. um, since one is unlikely to immediately relate to the pressing political questions of his time so that is one of the reasons and secondly maybe perhaps more importantly i would not advocate for following the example of napoleon or anyone really okay um what i have attempted here is try to show how historical conditions shape leadership hmm that's so that's that this this task is more nuanced because i certainly don't suggest that the individual leader is somehow unimportant but rather um, the meeting point of uh, ingenuity or a historical moment that creates greatness so in fact even though napoleon's life forms the central axis of this book okay i have taken the liberty to include more contemporary events where it is possible okay amazing amazing to know that uh it's uh and to all the listeners uh, 
as these questions were uh, the thing we are looking at it's 2022 but it's early 2022 so that's why the question got why do you think in 2021 <laughs> so yeah it's oh, like yeah. we are we are coming up in 2022 that's why it it takes time to add a two at the last of the uh, 2020 uh, phrase uh, which we are using it's 2022 so you saw the mention uh okay no but anyways we have written the book in 2021 so you can yeah. consider that question yeah, yeah. <laughs> as 2021 <laughs> okay okay no problem no problem so yeah uh yeah. Uh, uh the uh, other question comes here is uh what is the one thing the one thing corporate people should take a note from napoleon and uh it's the kind of thing that will benefit them for a very long time um well different people have uh, different perspectives so it's very difficult to quote or uh, note one benefit for uh, what people would get from this yeah but yeah, it depends on the individual reader mm-hmm. um i would not like to impose my own views but yeah. uh, uh some readers have actually told me that they were inspired by uh, napoleon's zeal and desire to rule over a large part of the world that is what i have seen in most of the reviews and yeah. uh, that certainly is one way to look at it though i do not necessarily agree yep um, okay got um, it napoleon's conquests were not uh, fueled in particular by the desire for uh, territorial expansion if we are to go by what the evidence suggests so instead okay. uh, what he had planned to do was transform the lives of the french citizens in a fundamental manner so his conquests were uh, were almost always a means uh, to safeguard his own project okay. of uh, fundamental transformation of the french state so yeah, yeah. Uh, simply looking at napoleon as a conqueror of an empire is to think of napoleon as a simple failure okay. because uh, he barely managed to hold on to his empire for 10 to 12 years so yeah uh, his impact and uh, i have stated this in the book uh, continues to the ideas that govern the world this very day so people in corporate co- careers mm-hmm. should really mm-hmm. note how deeply napoleon actually studied almost all aspects yeah uh, of his plan before embarking upon a mission so that is very important and that is what um, i actually uh, meant okay we okay. have actually been neglecting social scientific and often um anthropologists and critical theorists without yeah. understanding how how they can contribute to corporate success in long term so that okay. is what i meant um, so my view uh, readers yeah, yeah. can <laughs> uh, actually go into in depth uh, introspecting and uh, get their own uh, viewpoint okay so, uh, now as you were writing this book going through all this uh, like study and all and doing the research and writing it down there must be some kind of impact napoleon had left on you or, or you must be uh, liking some kind of thing of napoleon's uh, what we want to know is like how much napoleon has made an impact on your life and in what ways um well i would like to twist your question a little okay uh, okay sure my life has many aspects okay. um as an indian citizen napoleon's defense of the french revolution uh, provided us with a fundamental understanding of liberty equality and mm-hmm. fraternity in the modern state 
So some of these words have actually found uh, their way into the Indian constitution today. Mm-hmm. So despite Napoleon being quite dictatorial, he did okay. embody a very fundamental idea of democracy uh, mm-hmm. that was perhaps absent in the past. Yep. Uh, so this is something that I recognized in Napoleon's decision-making patterns quite early on. Uh, during the process of research, I embarked upon uh, embarked upon for this book. Uh, it is this aspect which made its greatest impact on me. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing us sharing with us. Mm. And now, uh, how will this book help any normal person? Uh, who want to do something in their life because as the description says it's not only for the corporate people it's for anyone who want to do something in their life who want to be something so how will this book help them uh, well again it depends see if you're teaching or if you're putting in your thoughts in the form of a book to the people out there it totally depends uh, upon the reader uh, to decide what they uh, learn from the book and how they want to apply the lessons from the book towards a transformation of their own living experiences so we have uh, too often stressed upon a particular model of success uh, which i believe we should shift our thinking away from so um, success can rarely uh, be measured in terms of sales targets and uh, you know annual growth rates so what i hope all readers will be able to take away from this book is understanding of the transformation okay so that is very important so uh, this is crucial and people often spend months even years um looking at this and it is only after one has decided that they want to take their lives in a particular direction will mm-hmm. the book be helpful to the reader okay so the uh, as per my opinion the key strength of the book in this regard is its flexibility and its approach So okay. the lessons of uh, weighing the strengths and weaknesses of one strategy um, in nearly any project is useful advice. So Napoleon's illustrious career can be essential um, to guiding people at any mm-hmm. stage of their career in any field. Okay, 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 okay. So to all the listeners, new listeners who are who have not read the book. i know most of them have read but who have not read just focus on this point what author has uh, said at the moment now and you can find out your way why you should read this book because it's a must read now in the context of napoleon what role does failure plays in success um well uh, this is very crucial and uh, something i have thought about very deeply okay uh, we tend to think of failure mainly as a stepping stone to success many of us do that but right. this is uh, this uh, isn't actually uh, necessarily a true fact it is a mm-hmm. matter of fact uh, that most startups fail within the first 5 years of their existence yeah. so napoleon did fail horribly during his campaign in egypt Uh, there was no guarantee that napoleon would be able to return home with his prestige intact but simple material failure cannot justify the transformational impact the yeah. invasion uh, the uh, this invasion had on egyptian society true so um so in our present society only a few people have the luxury to fail and then absorb the fallout of the failure 
generally uh, most people on the other hand if they fail will find it very difficult to generate funds to try again unless they financial uh, and unless their financial backing of some sort supports them true so, true um, yeah, napoleon also could find his feet back in france again even after a devastating defeat this is important because the french people were willing to accept a general even in his defeat so it all depends yeah yeah how you consider failure in your life whether yeah, you yeah. consider it as a stepping stone to oh, success yeah. or you consider them as an experience to learn how um, like how uh, edison has told uh, through failures i have learned so many ways how not to do it in that way yep true so these when failures the, are the, all yeah yeah, yeah. yeah when when the when people fail and uh, are they ready to absorb that that feeling and that uh, stress and that mentality uh, when when everything changes and everything falls down and taking like uh, and the shoulders the shoulders are heavy when they rise up but are they capable of doing that so yeah that's a great thought that you mentioned and thank you author thank you for being uh, such a consistent uh, <laughs> guest on our show and yeah it's been pleasure to have you all all the time so to all the listeners who are listening make sure you get the copy of the corporate napoleon now available on amazon kindle kindle unlimited and many other platforms uh thank you thank you author nija bandi uh for being on the show and now i want you to mention your social media handles where people can connect with you yeah sure uh my website is authornirjabandi.com email contact at the rate authornirjabandi.com so the social media handles on instagram it is bandi nirja um Uh, facebook it is nirja.bandi.1 and on twitter it is bandi nirja and on linkedin it is nirja bandi these are my social handles uh, you can connect on any of these sure sure thank you thank you for the mention everything will be mentioned in the description as well so no need to worry if you haven't heard it properly everything will be there in the description box uh thank you author thank you for your time thanks a lot